right, folks, we're back, and it is Tuesday. Glad to be back here in the studios again today. Folks, this is your host, who? It's Radio Strongman, Kim Wade. I am coming to you live from WYAB 1039 FM. Well, folks, it is Tuesday. There's going to be an open forum here this hour here, and, uh, I was just listening to uh, the morning host. The uh, realities are Clay Edwards uh, reporting that the city of Jackson is under a crime alert. That's right, not boil water alert, not pothole alert, but carjacking alert. That's right, folks. 20 carjackings. Oh, that was as of this morning. I'm sure they got in their weight up by now uh, in 72 hours in the city of Jackson. And, uh, uh, what that means, folks, run, <laughs> save yourself. Well, the police is suggesting that uh, if you had a red light, which, why are you sitting at a red light? Look, it's cheaper to get the ticket than get the uh, uh, the uh, embalmers or uh, uh, the coroner's uh, report. But either way, folks, if you're sitting at a red light in the city of Jackson, you need to have your head on swivel. I don't suggest you coming into Jackson without somebody watching. Look, you need a seat facing the front and you need one facing the back. I'm telling you, and these poor babies in these baby seats, man, they just locked in. You got to get, put a 22 in his pamper or something. Don't leave him out there just naked. Jackson has become unruly. Have you noticed that? Man, even if you get get shot, you get a bullet hole in you, they say, man, give me some water. No, you don't want water. You don't want it. Even if it's boiled, you don't want Jackson water. Man, we got a mess. We got a mess here. And, of course, our hapless mayor, but, you know, he is black. You do know that, don't you? Oh, he's the blackest of the black. The city with so much crime. Now we got a hijack. I mean, man, dude. I mean, this is like Uber on steroids or something. Ooh, that just, oh, my goodness. Man, you, I told you, once you go black, ain't nothing going to work after that unless you get a black conservative for mayor. I know one. I sure do. Folks, this stuff ain't gonna work out. I keep telling y'all, and to my to to my Caucasian friends who are business people in this city, listen, Hoss. Listen, you've been bamboozled, you've been hoodwinked, you've been misled. All those blacks you thought, oh, he's a decent guy. He got a crease in his pants. He's we put him on the board of the bank, and we, you know, these people are scamming you, Hoss. They ain't looking out for black people. They're not making the community better. They just there to get paid. And you thinking that you're helping out the black community and doing this, that, and the other. Baby, you're not doing that. You're working with some scammers. Oh, Kim, what proof do you have? Uh, What do you got, 20 carjackings in 72 hours? Sounds like uh, uh, some gang is out there having an initiation. This is like a, a pledge week, I guess. They got to they got to show their bona fides to the to the uh, to the game, and some people say that it was JPD actually doing the carjacking. They need a they need a ride to put in an eight hour shift. They stealing cars, <laughs> boy! I tell you, you ain't never had a mess until you got a Negro mess. Mm. And then y'all, you remember? Yeah, remember how you cringe when Radio Strongman used to say. Lord, don't let me go to an all-black heaven. When I get up to them pearly gates and I look through there and see nothing but heads, oh, Lord. 
Whoo, let me shout at management. Jesus, Jesus. Let me holler at you a minute. Look, I ain't trying to tell you how to run. Look, look forgive me. That, that, that's not what I'm saying. I ain't trying to tell you to run things. But I don't see nothing but heads up in here. Not that I don't like my people, but I'm just saying, look, we're talking eternity here. I just need a little clarification. How long is it going to last? Because, you know, I just left Jackson and wasn't nothing working down there. Matter of fact, I decomposed on the sidewalk. They didn't even give me a decent funeral. They just hopscotched over old brother's body. Lord have mercy. Folks, things ain't going to get no better. Y'all, see, and the reason why, it's because of the worldview of these so-called black leaders. They have been street poisoned by the Democrat Party. Democrat Party don't work. It is a death cult. You can get, you know, people ask me, Kim, if you were to run for mayor, would you deny in uh, uh, your past and your past affiliation association? Nope. I'm running hard. I'm running hard. Do uh, Look, I'm ride or die Trump. Yes, I am one of the original members of the Tea Party here in central Mississippi. Yes. I am a rock rib conservative, unabashedly so. I am a capitalist, and I vote Republican pretty much all the time, unless it's just untenable, like when you got Grimy Mike over there. Uh, we're going to talk about Grimy Mike. Grimy Mike has uh, increased his financial holdings. Another J6 protester went to jail for seven years. Grimy Mike and his family will be aggrandized with dollar bills. And, folks, Green lights in their name will be above the fold in any system that evolves out of the ash heap that was once America. The guest family name will always be welcomed because they sold everybody else out. Michael Grimy Guest. Man got seven years for stepping inside the U.S. Capitol, the people's house. And people who break into our country, they get seven years of, of government assistance, housing, flown all around the country. EBT cards, credit cards to pay their cell phone bills, clothes, uh, everything's paid for. And this patriot goes to jail for seven years. Thanks, Grimy Mike. Yeah, I was just, because we got to protect the Constitution, but not people's constitutional rights, huh, Mike? The gentleman spent almost a year and a half in jail. Now he's got another six years to do. Thanks, Mike. And for all you guest supporters, all we ask you to do is, hey, man, hold this guy's feet to the fire. But that's okay. Because what they had planned for the J6 protester, they have for all people who love America, love righteousness, love God. Oh, you think you're going to be able to get out of it because you've been shucking and jiving with God, too. Okay, good luck with that, okay? Because they're never going to trust you, and God's never going to trust you. So where does that leave you? You should have just stood for what you said you believe. But that's good. That's cool. I ain't mad at you. Hey, every pot sits on its own bottom. Everybody's got to do what's right. Uh, as they feel, as the Bible talked about in these times, people will do what's right in their own eyes, and we're doing it live. But getting back to uh, uh, Jacktown, no, I will not disappear. Matter of fact, I look for the opportunity. See, that's one of the things I look at and look forward to being able to spread the ideals of uh, uh, not conservatism exclusively, because a lot of this is just common sense. So, don't even try. Yes, I will be running as a Republican. I'm not going to disavow my affiliation with the Republican Party, though there's a good reason why I should. But nonetheless, let it not be said that Kim Way was scared. And they, if they get on there and say, Kim, you were putting down black folks. Did you say that? Yep, I sure did. That is an exact quote. Send that man to Disney World for that answer. 
Thank you, sir. Give me an opportunity to expound. No, y'all ain't getting me hemmed up over there to uh, uh, all these forms and things like that. You, your form is going to be right here, 4 to 6, Monday through Friday. I'm going to be able to get my voice out. Kim, everybody ain't listening to this program. Oh, they will eventually. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, we taking it to the people. Oh, they're going to paint you as an Uncle Tom as the fly in the buttermilk. Please do. Because back when we were Negroes, the city of Jackson ran. Ran well. When we had men and women of integrity and good character, like Senator Kirksey, Chuck, Charles Tisdale, Mr. Peoples, Dr. Peoples, Dr. Washington, and various other individuals whose name didn't make the marquee, but who stood stout because of their personal integrity. Are we going back to that day? All these kind men and charlatans, the Benny Thompsons of the world, we taking them on. I told y'all, did, did I not tell you in 2022, I'm going to confront these folks. And this ain't about me. Folks, my ego don't need extended. I don't need affirmation. I don't even need this hassle. But some going to have to be dead about this here situation in Jackson. 20 carjacking. And we ain't even got the latest numbers. They probably holding, you know, <clears throat> how Chokeway does it. He's probably holding the numbers up. Because it'll make him look bad. Bruh. But you know what? Why Why isn't all these so-called black leaders, why isn't any of them interested in being the first city under black rule to really make it work? You ever wonder that? That's what I wonder. I'm saying, what's the problem? It ain't like it's impossible. They doing it in other municipalities. What everything Mary Hawkins is doing up there is not proprietary. She's not doing it in secret. But these Negroes are too busy being black. They too busy being angry. They too busy being upset. They got degrees in everything on a thermometer and can't fix nothing but pass out water and pat themselves on the back, give each other awards, certificates, and, and uh, uh, all that kind of crap. Are we breaking all that crap up? Oh, yes, sir. Oh, yes, sir. We gonna dispense with all the frivolous BS until we have some good harvest? A lot of that stuff that's going on. And listen, I know you folks over in the uh, 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 elderly community ain't going to want to hear that. Hines County got to pick up the slack. But we shutting down a whole lot of all this uh, uh, community center crap, not because it doesn't do good. Now it ain't the time. When times get tight, you got to get things back on track. We're not going to be spending money on no festivals and crap like that when we got potholes need to be repaired. I remember when Chalk, Chalk Lines first got into office, he wanted to throw some kind of blues concerts or something over it. He said, that's going to bring people in the city. Fix the road or to bring people in the city. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to get down to brass tacks. We're going to fix some things. That's what I'm saying. If you want to know complaining cities employees, you're not going to enjoy my tenure. Oh, no, sir. Oh, no, sir. Uh-uh. We ain't going to hear all that crap, all that whining. The question I'm going to ask you, are you doing your job? That's all I want. Are you doing your job? Well, they don't like me. So why do you think they don't like me? Because I'm black. Because I'm female. Because I'm trans this and that. No. They don't like you because you're a knucklehead. And somebody just had the heart to tell you. You're a damn fool. 
People are just finding out about you, what your mama knew when you were 10 years old. You weren't worth the crap. Oh, yeah. Oh, we're going to be plain spoken. Oh, they still, you're going to put up a satellite office around here. Oh, well, you can't say that and you can't do that. Fingers crossed. Because all this crap they've been doing on our name ain't been for our benefit. And we're going to call them out on that. We're going to call Derek Johnson sketchy butt out on this crap. What he's doing over at the NAACP and what those NAACP members are doing on Jackson Public School Board. At some point, all these ideals y'all been spouting for the last 30, 40 years need to bear some fruit. I think uh, the realities are Clay Edwards said, what did he say? It's about, about time all you folks who, uh, what did he say, have good intentions or good, whatever it is, good motives. It's about time we see some results from y'all. Just like with Sally Norwood, man, I can't believe Sally went down to that board and had the, he must tame wild animals on the side. He go down there and tell them not to rent the school to Rowan Middle School. And the only reason why charter schools had inroads into the public school system was because of people like Sally Norwood. They got down there and do, didn't do jack, but been sitting around in suits, pulling their sports coats together like George Jefferson. Folks, Y'all can get mad at me. I'm going to be calling folks out by name. Y'all call me out by name. Call me out of my name. Oh, baby. Baby. Oh, it's going to be on. Speaking of on, you know, my uh, campaign theme song is going to be Everybody Get Your Roll On. Because what we're going to do as a city, we're going to quit harassing folks. Well, we're going to harass folks who are out there trashing up the city, making the city worse to live in. But folks out there trying to get their hustle on, I would never forget that lady was trying to get her daycare open and no city workers, no city inspectors gave that woman so much damn, she, they gave her hell. No, Negroes, you wanted to be the first black this, that, or the other. You better be the first one to help somebody out. When you walk into a business as an inspector, your words out your mouth need to be, what can we do to help you get in business? Don't go in there with all that, this is what you got wrong. This what, no, 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 no. Not under, not under Maya way. You going in there, yes, sir. What can we do to help you get in business? It ain't going to be no, because, you know, people working on timelines. Oh, you're going to respect those timelines. The other thing we're going to do, we're going to work with the real estate investment community. Oh, we're going to get this crap together. Yes, sir. We ain't going to be doing all this old Bonaire project and all that kind of crap like that. Not the way they've been doing it. Oh, we're getting ready to do things all together. Boy, there is a bubble of cash not only in Jackson's inner city, but in inner cities all across this country that we're going to unleash. And that bubble of cash is going to fund a lot of dreams and aspirations. It's going to fund a lot of used cars, a lot of uh, 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 college education uh, tuition. Oh, we're going to show you how to do it. it, ain't, it it's not rocket science. But what we've been having is a bunch of social workers up there. Not that social workers aren't bad. Don't get me wrong. They do their job. I was the beneficiary of some social work. I didn't know it at the time. They had me going to some class when I was in second grade. They pulled me out of class and sent me in there. Just be me and two or three other folks drinking orange juice and cookies. And they talking to us. Teeny did I realize. Boy, I was parchment. Or I was Stateville bound because I was in Illinois. But I was parchment bound. And they turned my life around. But you got to understand, the social work field, in the compassion industry, they can do their best work after society has had a good harvest. Jackson's going to have a good harvest. Trust me on that. We're breaking a whole lot of this crap up at the door. And all this stealing from you set-aside Negroes, baby, you better get some lottery tickets. 
Our number is 601-879-0002. What we're going to do is take a break. Everybody get your roll on. Everybody get your roll on. That's right. Kim Wade administration. Everybody going to get paid. Everybody eats. Not just Socrates. Not just Marcus Wallace. Everybody get your roll on. Yeah, let's take a break. All right, folks, we're back, and it is Tuesday. Glad to be back here in the studios. want to remind you, Frederick Sales and Service, the Exmark Moore, Central Mississippi's largest dealer, folks, and as you know, the Exmark is the workhorse of lawn care professionals, and that's what they rely on. Folks, when they got to keep moving all day long, ain't got time to be fixing and repairing. Uh, folks, they get the Exmark for the reliability. Check them out today. The Workhorse of Lawn Care Services is available at Frederick Sales and Service, 1006 Old Highway 471 in downtown Brandon. The web presence, frederickssalesandservice.com. Remember, sales and service. They do it all, folks. Lawn care equipment is not up to snuff. Uh, you got one that needs this tune-up. You need that, whatever. You need parts, frederickssalesandservice.com. Let's go to my good friend, Mobile Bob. Hey, man. Hey, Kim. What's up? So what can be done for these uh, people in this being railroaded with this January 6th crap? Do we have to wait for President Trump or President DeSantis to come in and pardon them? I mean, that's the only thing left for them now? That's it. Uh, I did I did send him some money for his appeal. He's trying to raise 25000 uh, he was at 22 yesterday. This is Mr. Ritt, R-I-T-T. Uh, he's on a give, what is it, give, go, gifts and go, or whatever it is, uh, fundraising. Well, what we're talking about is the J6 uh, latest uh, convicting, conviction, thanks to Michael Guest, Grimy Mike, who says, oh, I don't, we, we're just trying to preserve the Constitution. We just need to find out what happened. Mike, this is what happened. The guy's doing seven years because of you. And, of course, I know your supporters think, well, Mike's a good guy. Yeah, Mike's a good guy who sent a guy away for seven years. That's not a good sign. That is an indication in police work. It's called a clue. Michael Guess is going to sell us out more and worse than what he's done here with the J6 Commission. Write it in blood. The, The wealth that you see him displaying here in Jackson, him and his family, as far as Kim Wade is concerned, that is blood money. Okay? It's blood money. You saw how much money they put into his campaign. What do you think they put in his pockets? They put over, what did they say, a million dollars into to see him uh, on the runoff in two weeks? What do you think they put in his pocket? They didn't do it for Palazzo down on the coast. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, our system is just, it's, it's just being ridiculous. Oh, man, Meanwhile, this... you got uh, folks who burned, actually burned down buildings. In other in in cities, nothing happened to them. That's right. People looped actually still still our store. <clears throat> no problem. Guy just walks around in uh, in the Capitol building. Seven years. And then and then and then the FBI used his son to wear a wire to go in and catch his dad talking about some of the events that happened on J six. The, the son they told the son the questions to ask to get his dad to talk. And he wore a wire. That's what convicted him in court. Like I said, the FBI better hope I'm never sitting on the, in the jury when that, uh, they bring uh, their evidence up 
to try to convict a, uh, uh, an American uh, citizen. I, I don't believe anything the FBI is saying. These people are corrupt to the core. The rank and file knows that. Now, to their credit, there has been some whistleblowers that have come forward to point out how Chris Ray in the upper echelon of the FBI has been encouraging them to falsify uh, events to make it look like the white supremacist movement is worse than it is or is more active than it is, et cetera. They're corrupt. Of course, they're, yeah, of course. You know, white supremacy isn't no big, isn't a problem or of any of any significance in this country. They know that. Why they, they just want to bring it up again to sow discord and to have a reason to go at, like you said, Christian patriots mm-hmm. and redneck. That's right. Well, the reason why Chris Ray is a traitor. They know it. The upper echelon folks know it. The rank and file folks sense it if they don't know it outright. Like I said before, folks, we're losing this country. What Michael Guest did is a is is an indication of where we are. Now you think it's all giggles and grin that it's just another election hoss. It is not that. Our freedoms no. and liberty are literally on the line. These people have sold out to some other power, Satan for sure, China, but it's not the Constitution that they say they're protecting. No, it absolutely isn't. You saw what the Justice Department is what, suing some states over, over trying to get, force them to allow abortion. Yeah. I forgot what it was. It's, it's something ridiculous. The Supreme Court, more, in all likelihood, will end up throwing out. But they but don't care. That's their, that's their priority. Their whole thing is is to rain, rain injustice down on you. And if you can crawl out from up under it, if you got the wherewithal, the means, and everything else, then fine. You know, today's your lucky day. If not, you'll just succumb to it, and nobody will give a damn. And this is why all these oh, I'm a middle of the road, oh, I just want to be fair, oh, I see both sides. You are killing freedom in this country. Really? Like so they said, the Jeff Sessions and Oh, like don't that. even mention his well, name. Well, Republicans get the first thing you do is cave. Cave. But when, that, when Democrats get in power, like, like Biden is, okay, they show you what to do with your Justice Department. They show you how it's going to roll. Well, but here, you all want to get in there and, and whatever the media says or whatever and uh like and, and pretend like uh, and pretend like oh yeah it's just we uh, you know, we're a rule of law and blah blah blah. No, they show you how you, what really goes on when they, in the Justice Department. Mm-hmm. It's corrupt as can be. Oh, they like said that what they saying the guy was trying to overthrow the government. Right. Well, they, no, they, Jan, the January sixth was not about overthrowing the, the United States government. How are you going to do that without a single weapon in your hand? But not only that. They know that because they had their informants taken down the barricades that delineated the areas exactly. that they didn't want the public to cross over into. So when they got from Trump's rally down there, all the barricades was down. So the people who walked on what was formerly barricaded in uh, a, a roped off uh, uh, territory didn't know it. And the FBI knows it. That's why they won't release the the uh, the videotape of the uh, state capitol. Uh, police that they have for all the cameras around there because they're railroading these people. And Michael Guest, a former prosecutor, who we can now just assume he was railroading people down here in Madison County. I mean, yeah, he, he didn't just like start doing this. Exactly. <clears throat> if you want to do it like we say, take it over with weapons, well, you do like Sri Lanka. You right? Those folks weren't ushered in by the by the uh, uh, Capitol Police or whatever police they have in Sri Lanka. Those people rush the door hmm. in the thousands. You rushed in. That's that's what you do if it was a real insurrection. Mm-hmm. But they know it wasn't. And that's the thing. They're going along with this crap when they know it really wasn't. 
and this and what bugs me again, once again is not enough Republicans are speaking out against this crap. Mm-hmm. But it was the, but the Democrats wouldn't do anything against all the uh, uh, Antifa and Black Lives Matter and all them when they were burning down buildings, taking over entire city blocks, and burning down police stations. Well, they're, they're sending a message to the American people: don't ever come to our the to, yeah. to, to, to the citadel of, of evil and, and criminality again. Right. That's what they're saying. That's the message they're sending. And, right. You know, and I can live without going up there, but I'm telling you, folks, we're not going to get out of this without a blood fight. You can believe it. You can dismiss it. You can ignore it. But they have every intention of enforcing their way, and they're not going to lose an election. If they've got to call out the National Guard, call out the Army, or do whatever, they, Nancy Pelosi's not giving up power. Joe Biden and uh, whoever's running his, pulling his strings, they're not giving up power. The American people, you're going to fight or you're going to get bent over. That's the way it's going to happen, Hoss. It's going to happen in your lifetime. It's going to happen in the next couple of years. You're going to, you, you're going to kneel to, the, to, to the, the commands and the demands of these people who hate you, hate our country, hate God, hate everything that is right. I told you the Democrat Party, the unit party, it is a death cult. And they're willing to kill anyway. They kill babies in any country, any people. It kills his children. It has no future. There's, there's no future for it. And they gladly do it, too. That's what they, I mean, they go out of their way to do it. Like I said, what the Justice Department has done. Yeah. It, it's not just to let, let the Supreme Court, okay, you bring up another case or get another Supreme Court, the way we had to wait. No, that's all right. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll sue the state and we'll do whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, like I said, that does call. <sighs> but, yeah, uh, can, you, can you send me the, the uh, guy, uh, link to that guy to go uh, oh. Account so I can try to film something as well. Yeah, I'll, I'll do that. I meant to do that this morning, Thanks, actually. Man. Thank you. All right, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. All right, folks, we're back in. It is Tuesday. Hey, don't forget, you got a taste for something to eat this evening. How about stopping by the gathering? That's right, they have the chicken parmesan special, $10. And uh, you're just going to enjoy it. It is a delicious meal. I encourage you to stop by there. And every day they got a different special. I think tomorrow they have the hamburger steak that's going to, again, water your taste buds. Check them out today, the gathering at Highway 463 and Highway 22 in the town of Livingston. Come on down. And of course, on Sunday night from 6 to 9, they have live music. Uh, Just check them out. Uh, That would be the gathering restaurant. And you can check them out at the mercantileexchange.com. All right, let's go to. Steve. Hey, Steve. Hello. Hey, Kim Wade. What's going on, Steven? Man, hey, look. Let's dig a little deeper in the well on this January 6th stuff. Right. How about, what about that Capitol Police that shot the unarmed woman and killed her, and no police report was filed? It's uh, black privilege, sir. Yeah, see? Yep. And then, and then, uh, I want to say something else. Why in the world is Nancy Pelosi going over and working foreign policy? She is in the legislative branch. Dude, she's she in got- the, she, she they run this country. They they rule this country. This is they talk they worry about the constitution and then they ignore the constitution. They don't care, dog. These people are filling themselves. The only thing that's going to stop them but, is when we get tired of getting ran over and pushed around. Well, well, old Joe, they fixed to bump him out after this election, and they're getting Nancy set up to come in as VP. I guarantee it. 
Well, again, uh, I would tell you that it can't get any worse, but it's going to get worse. I mean, these people are experts in making things worse off. That they ain't got the brains God gave an ant. But now you got to give them credit. They're running things, and we're sitting here with our finger in our ear talking about, man, this ain't right. These people aren't interested in doing what's right. They're interested in that's in, That's just in it. Power. We, we're sitting on our laurels and just watching it happen. And There's no more voice for America. Well, here's the thing that I learned from my days in the Tea Party. The conservative movement is about 20 years behind the left-wing loons out there who are getting out there marching and burning down stuff. Uh, yeah. The conservatives still believe in America. They believe in America of the 60s, 70s, where, you you know, the government was wholesome and yada, yada, yada. Uh, yeah. This government is absolutely corrupt. I mean, our, our leader, I mean, the country is sold out. The leadership is sold out. These people need to be rounded up and uh, uh, had some heated fellowship with. Explain to them th- our discontent. You know, they used to put them on a rail and tar and feather people. Mm-hmm. I, I think it needs to come back. <laughs> All right, All brother, right, get yeah. you some tar, man. Let's get some rails. All right, man. All right, man. All right, our number is 601-879-0002. Uh, City of Jackson is now suing the state of Mississippi uh, for the policy of allowing uh, high-speed pursuits, uh, that it's not uniform and needs to be uniform, or policy needs to be uniform across the state. Uh, because City of Jackson is seriously concerned about the welfare of the criminal class who's been complaining to the mayor, who has a 10 ear. I mean, he can hear when they talk to him. Uh, the criminal and the uh, uh, the... Drug class people, uh, they have a friend in the mayor's office, and they've been complaining to the mayor that it's hard for them to do their job. It's a work hazard having to uh, steal somebody else's stuff and then be pursued at high speed. And some of the cars they have are not built for that, and certainly not the roads of Jackson. So they're asking that there be a uniform law where the people of Mississippi stand down to the criminal element. So the city council voted uh, yesterday to, uh, to do just that, so they filed a lawsuit. They got a lawyer. They got money for everything but a pothole. They got lawyers and money for everything but clean water. I told you, folks, once you go black, ain't nothing going to work again unless you get a black conservative. Write that in blood. You doubt what I'm saying? Okay, so when we going to get there, y'all? Mm-hmm. I'll wait. Tell me. You know it ain't going to happen. Shucking and jiving like peanut butter and jelly, they go together. They're not serious. And like I said, the measure of any anybody, anything, is whether or not they look out for their kids. Jackson, under black leadership, has done the worst job of looking out for their kids. Our kids are running amok. It's not going to get any better, folks. We're on a downward slide, and people don't want to change. Who do we have? We got Ken on the line. Hey, Ken. Yeah, this is Kenny Tokes, and I want to say Kenny Stokes need to get off that dope. It's running them crazy. <laughs> have a great day. <laughs> we might have to we had to clip that one there. Uh, I think Kenny is one of the ones pushing this. Look, folks. Rather than have restrictions on people being able to be pursued, why don't you have some restrictions on your kids? It ain't the police. It ain't the guns. We're doing a piss poor job of raising our kids. This is why when people talk about economic development, I keep telling folks don't want to be around our people. This is why I keep trying to tell my uh, 
business friends, business people in the business, and their own businesses and property in Jackson, it is not going to get any better. You can write letters, you can do all this stuff, you can show the logic, the reasoning, the benefits, and everything else. These people are not going to change. They're part of a death cult. Only thing that's going fix, to fix these inner cities and these areas where Democrats are controlled is to ban the Democrat Party. Just like they want to ban high speed chases. If you notice, everything they want to do is because of something. Uh, it's because they want somebody else to do something. They don't want to ever want to do anything on their own. Everything else is somebody else's problem. Not the criminals. They tell you that the reason why the water is bad and the, and the sewers all tore up is because of white folks leaving. Not the fact that when we took it over, we should have factored that in. Okay, we need to set some money aside for this. We need to keep the tax base at a certain level to pay for that. We don't do that. All we do is complain. That's what I'm saying. Under a Kim Wade administration, all that complaining stuff is going in. I promise you that. For four years, we ain't going to hear that. We're going to put a 10-year plan to get these schools together. Or we're going to be calling folks out. I'm tired of these, these folks retiring as educators and they say, oh, he did 30, 40 years, he did. Well, okay, so let's look at the numbers on the schools he was at. Best he can say is, man, I had some of the best trustees ever in the parchment. Nobody want to hear that crap. We can do better, y'all. The reason why we don't, you know what, for the most part, the reason why we're not doing any better as it relates to government is because of policy. Black folks get in there and the only policy they change is the policy that they can change to help their friends get a contract so they can shovel some money back under the table to them. You notice how black folks ain't clamoring to be head of the Department of Education for the state. Want to be head of everything else. Want to be governor, the mayor, lieutenant governor, but nobody wants to be over the education. Why? Because they know their place. Their role is to supply votes to the Democrat Party on demand. That's it. When you hear a black politician on WNPR, what are they talking about? We need to get out the vote. Fannie Lou died for us. Mega died. We know that. But when we vote, what you going to do with it? When we put you on the school board, what you going to do with it? And now y'all, when they leave the school board, they need to come back. Sally Norwood needs to show us his voting record. He needs to show us the minutes, which they have. Show us the minutes of what was proposed. They wrote down everything you said you wanted to do. Let's see what you did. Let's see if you had any new ideas or any ideas. And I ain't just picking on Sally, but because he went down there on behalf of uh, the school board rescinding that contract with Ro- with Charter Middle School, Midtown Middle School, then I think he ought to answer the same way with Dr. Ivory. You were down there on the board. You sit up and point your finger at white folks. What did you do, black man, when you was on the board for black kids, kids in general, poor kids? You spent your whole life talking that rhetoric. You got down there and it was prime time. The spotlight shined on you. Let's see the record. Don't take it personal. If you're taking it personal, that's the pride that's holding us back. You should say, Kim's right. Let me show him my record. Yes, I could have done better here. Because that's what you're telling white folks. That's why I keep saying what white folks need. Y'all need somebody like Clay Edwards to tell y'all to go. Uh, uh, you need somebody like Clay Edwards to go on your behalf and tell these folks to pound sand. All this old bozo crap constantly being spouted and you give these Negroes everything they say they want and need to fix whatever problem they complaining about and they still going to have a problem. Guarantee and the money going to be gone. I ain't telling you what I heard. Look at Jackson. Look at it. Then one of the guys who was part of the uh, water sewer scam wants to run for mayor. 
My Lord, man, you, you must have some. Boy, you must. You got some balls on you, Marcus. Brunswick, baby. Brunswick. Brunswick. Bowling balls. We're going to come back to the scene of the crime. Y'all seen my money? I think I dropped a 10 around here. Our number 601-879-0002. Let's take a. All right, folks, we're back. Let's go to Steve. Hey, Steve. Hey. Hey, Steve. Hey, Kim White. Hey. How you doing, buddy? I think I'm going to be all right. I, 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 I don't usually do this. But I'd, I'd, I'd like to set the record straight because basically I was there during this period. Uh, it, it, it's commonly referred to that the, the blacks that are in charge of the city of Jackson inherited this failing, crumbling infrastructure. Mm-hmm. And they've just had to deal with it from that point on. And the the fact of the matter is, that's not the case. Things were working under Dale Dykes, but they were working under Harvey Johnston. And it is a it's been a slow progression downward. Mm-hmm. And as far as the the white flight, it's 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 not from a crumbling infrastructure. It's from a, a lack of caring. Yet you, a, a black person, when you say, uh, where do you live? They don't say, I live. They say, I stay. Mm-hmm. They don't take it seriously. Mm, Best I can tell. And that's where we fled from, hmm. not the crumbling infrastructure. That's an interesting observation. You know, I was looking at some comments uh, from some of uh, the black for a living, always parentally angry Negroes on uh, some social media site. I was sent a thread of it and uh, they were they were talking about the uh, Mayflower leaving downtown Jackson and yada, yada, yada. Basically, you know, hey, don't let the door hit you type commentary. And I'm saying th- that's what I'm saying. See, these young folks, all they are angry. They, they don't have anything to contribute for the most part. Uh, they for the most part, if they would be honest and the people know the truth. They're dependent on, quote, unquote, the white man for a paycheck for their living. And my whole thing is, dude, cut the crap. All right. Let's work this thing out. Let's make work it through. We're not going to put up with all this anger walking around chips on your shoulders. We're going to get down to brass tacks. The Mayflower is a business owner. They're paying taxes. They do have some weight to pull. I mean, we do have some responsibility to them for what they're willing to do. And not just the Mayflower, every business, be it one man operation or a hundred man operation. We just need to start putting some spec on the name of these businesses and these business owners. We don't want to do it because we got black pride, and that black pride is what's bringing the community down, is bringing down everybody around us. Well, uh, you've always said you've got to have a commercial base. Mm-hmm. And at, at, Are you serious about running for mayor? Uh, we're mulling it over. We certainly mulling well, it over. Well, let me say this. I, I'm sorry. I, I, I was called away. I, I missed how you are going to – ferret out all these these levels of bureaucracies between you and the poor boy trying to start a, a daycare or a hair salon or uh, <clears throat> an army surplus store. I don't care. Right? How are you going to get rid of all those folks? Well, you, you don't necessarily have to get just like with, 
Well, what Trump did, he came in there and he dealt with the regulations to the extent that he could. Yeah, you had some foot draggers in there. You had some folks in there who were secretly gumming up the works. But here's what we're going to do. Uh, we're going to mark those folks. The people are going to tell us, you know, so-and-so from this, this department came out and this is what, you know, I was left with. When I keep seeing these names come across my desk, we're going to have a, we're gonna have a come to Jesus me. We're going to talk. And then if we, if we got to sit them down and just let them collect the salary, them collecting a salary and not harassing somebody who's trying to raise money for the city, it'll be worth it over the long haul. Oh, we will get them the message, hey, you know what, I think I might just retire. Go do something else. There's a method, brother. All right, folks, we're back, and it is Tuesday. Glad to be back here in the studios again today. Folks, it's your host, Radio Strongman, Kim Wade, coming to you live from WYAB 1039 FM. Folks, I do have a special guest in the studios. He's getting set up, but I want to remind you, our good friends over at Home Care Plus would like to encourage you to stop by the showroom. As you know, they have one of the largest showrooms for home care, medical equipment, and services in Mississippi. You know, some places just have a phone and a lady sitting at the desk. You come in and say, what what do you need? Oh, I need a leg. Uh, No. Home Care Plus has everything. It's your traditional drug store on steroids. They are like Brent drugs with with the service. You just don't have the root beer float and the hamburgers and all that other stuff. But they have great customer service. So if you're looking for a lift chair, the one that help you stand up or help you elevate your legs, if you have problems with circulation, Home Care Plus is the place to go. If you have problems getting your equipment service or service to your satisfaction, Home Care Plus. If you need pharmaceuticals, uh, prescriptions filled, Home Care Plus. They have uh, pharmacists on duty, two of them, and pharmacist assistant folks. They It's a full service uh, pharmacy, if you will. And then all the other attendant things that goes with that. Uh, if you need, uh, uh, I don't know, CPAPs or uh, vitamins or whatever else, folks, they have. I encourage you to to uh, browse the store. They're located at 864 Wilson Drive. And, again, the number over there is 957-9174. You don't hear that, uh, no. You don't hear that. These folks give you crisp answers and responses. That's because they're professionals. They do it the right way. And if you need oxygen, they have the portable tanks over there. They have a whole lot of stuff. Even when I go through there, I realize, man, you know what? I think I need one of them big button phones. You know what the bun- buttons look like? You could actually step on them with your toe. That's right. I need one of those. So check it out. Home Care Plus, 864 Wilson Drive. All right, folks, with no further ado, we have in the studios with us a special guest. You got to get got it going yet? There you go. Uh, we have Daryl Smith, and uh, he has a ministry that he's involved with, along with the ministry that he's uh, attending uh, he is here with us in the studios. He's going to be talking with us about something that they're doing on behalf of uh, distressed city of Jackson. I want to welcome Daryl Smith to the program. Daryl and I go back a long way, uh, and he is an, a known figure here in the city of Jackson. So, Daryl, what's going on, my friend? Oh, everything's well, Mr. Kim. How's everything going with, you, going with you? It's going pretty good, man. It's good to have you in the studios, and uh, you've had a journey since uh, we first met. You are now a part of a ministry. And yes, yes, yes. Tell, tell us a little bit about yourself, where you're from, who your people are, who your mom and them is and all that, and then we'll get down to what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> well, first off, I'm born and raised in Jackson, Mississippi. Been here all my life. Uh, this year, make, what, 58 years? 58 years strong. And, oh, okay. uh, you know, we spent a few years or a couple of months outside for military training or 
duty, but other than that, everything else was in Jackson. So born and raised, Jackson Public Schools, Jackson State, Bellhaven graduate. So uh, family is born and raised, two kids, uh, finished college at Jackson State. So I am a Jackson State, born and raised. All right. Well, we have Daryl Smith here in the studios with us now. Uh, you've had a uh, number of uh, uh, endeavors and careers. Now you have a, I guess, a life mission. Is that what you're on right now? Well, right now I am assisting Pastor Joe, uh, Pastor Joseph's wife at Restoration Community Church. And we came together about oh, about nine months to a year ago, uh, concerned about this, the state of Jackson, Mississippi. Hold up. Before you uh, go any further, Restoration Church, tell us where they're at. Are they on uh are they on social media so people can be okay? That's Restoration Community Church. That's three twenty eight Bowling Street. So we're right there in the middle of Jackson, West Jackson, and we do services live first and third Sundays, and also every Sunday on Facebook Live. So Restoration Community Church. All right, and uh, we're talking with Daryl Smith now. What is your role over there? You're a servant of God. You're a servant of uh, Restoration. I am right now. I am pastors. Uh, I ain't gonna say right hand or left hand. Uh, I'm, I want his assistance because you know he has a few, and um, I am there to serve him and to serve God. And I am a licensed minister through his ministry as well. So is my wife. Uh, matter of fact, I'm, I'm ordained as well. So uh, I've done a lot of growing in that church. So I've been there about seven years, and uh, been just growing and uh, learning a lot and serving the man of God uh, who serves God. All right. Now, Restoration Church is a community church. You guys are involved in the area around you, I understand? That's correct. Uh, our mission is pretty much local. Um, we understand there's missions overseas, there's missions uh, in other states, other countries, but we try to do <laughs> our missions right there local. Uh, just try to be outside the four walls for that neighborhood, for that community, so we can give back. So um, we know some churches go to uh, go on a mission to to serve the community, but end up serving themselves. But we're trying to serve the community 100% of the time. Awesome. All right. Now, and in, in, to that extent, and to, in, in that endeavor, you guys have a, a, a ministry you've embarked on. Uh, the Lord has laid on your pastor's heart and on the church's uh, ministry. Tell, tell us about that. What do you have going on? What do you have going on? What is your concern now? Okay. All right. Right now, we're concerned about the state the current state of Jackson, Mississippi, infrastructure, economics, crime, uh, opportunities, hope. Um, so for us to get involved, we decided to have a, a men's conference because we believe men are the ones who need to step up. A lot of times you have an organization, you have a, uh, a goal or a mission, women step up automatically. Right. Okay. But pastor wanted to focus on the men. Okay. So we sat around about a year ago and <clears throat> we developed a, a mission plan or a conference themed around men who care about Jackson. Right. Men who care about Jackson. And <clears throat> as I said earlier, that's to focus on the complete Jackson, not just one particular area, just a complete Jackson because we want Jack we want to see Jackson restored, not back to its original state restored to a state that's better than its original state. I got you. I got yeah. you. And to that extent, what are some of the things you've done or doing? Okay. 
we just got started about uh, a few months ago, May of this year, and we had our initial conference. Uh, we had it in Clinton, Mississippi, and we had a conference called Men Who Care About Jackson, and we had about 10 speakers to come out and speak about 15 to 20 minutes you know, with questions and answers. And we started out with, with the police chief. Mm-hmm. So, and we, we also had a, a justice court judge. We had some people who work in the community as far as um, mentorship. We had some people who work in the community as far as the, uh, losing their children to gang violence or gun violence. We had some people uh, from the community talk about economics. So we want to get a well-versed opportunity to hear some ideas, some concerns, some possible avenues to help turn Jackson around. Well, you guys are putting it all uh, on the line there. You're stepping up and uh, you're making this happen. So you did that uh, several months ago. Is this an ongoing project that you got going? The actual conference will be annually. Uh, Our next conference is going to be May of next year, I think May 20th at the E-Center this time, so we can have media out. We were not able to have the media out um, in the last venue because it was not allowed. So we now we have a, our next uh, venue in which media will be allowed to come out. And then in between there, those ideas that came out of the first conference, such as working on mentorship, economics, criminal justice, we will have some many meetings maybe once every four months to a quarter in between those annual conferences so we can try to brainstorm, bring some ideas together, put some stuff in play, uh, see what's workable, feasible, obtainable, and pursue those goals. Right. So you guys are not, this is not a one-shot deal because, you know, you see people, uh, you know, you see them out in front of the stores and, you know, they have the march and all that. And all that's fine and good. Everybody has a role to play. But you guys see this as a, this is going to be a sustained effort. Actually, I, I told a pastor, I said, this is not just a meeting. This is a movement. Hmm. Okay. The first meeting is the meeting before the meeting. Hmm. Okay. This is a movement because of the fact that once we put ourselves out there and people say, hmm, that's something, you know, I may want to take a look at. We're going to have people who are going to want to sow seeds, not money, but sow seeds of time, sow seeds of opportunities, sow seeds of ideas, sow seeds of prayer, because we're going to need all of it to make this thing work and and to be successful, because we want to see Jackson is the capital city of the state. That's right. And Jackson should be on a whole nother level. It should not be the the entity that's talked about the most in a negative way. It should be the entity that's talked about in a positive way, in my opinion. Absolutely. You know, uh, uh, that's one of the things – uh, as I sit here and been doing what I'm doing, going on 30 years almost, uh, there's a role for everybody to play. We just can't sit back. And Dr. King put, said it best. He said, change is not going to roll in on the wheels of inevitability. you got to get out there and actually make it work. Somebody's got to put something on the line. They can't just say it's a restoration's uh, job to do this, to do all the heavy lifting. We all, And sometimes it's just it's a matter of some people just need to change their attitude. Some people just need to be quiet. Some people just need to be still, get out of the way. Exactly right. And I, uh, <clears throat> Pastor and I and the other gentleman, uh, Minister uh, Dennis Ayers and Minister Andrew Jenkins, mm-hmm. we said that we were not going to reinvent the wheel. 
if someone already has a jail ministry going on, we're not going to do another jail ministry. We're going to hook up with that person or that entity that has a jail ministry. If someone has a mentorship program in the schools, we're not going to reinvent the wheel. We're going to partnership with that individual. So we draw our full attention so we can all grow together and be successful because, you know, uh, one, there's there's better wisdom in a multi- multitude of counselors, and then there's better um, results when you have more people involved on the same goal. Absolutely. Folks, we're talking with Daryl Smith. He's with Restoration Church there. What was the address on Bullet? 328 Bowling Street in Jackson, Mississippi. 328 Bowling Street near the Bowling and Bullet. Uh, they've uh, put down stakes there years ago, and uh, they've been involved in the community, and now they want to expand. And so where so what what is the role of faith in in the word in all this? Okay. All right. Of course, me being with Pastor Joe, Pastor Joe don't do anything without prayer. Mm-hmm. Okay. The situation that we have that is a stronghold over Jackson is spiritual. Okay. Yes, we got individuals that have greed, that have selfish motives, that have their own agenda, but we know above that is a spiritual warfare. And Pastor want to make sure that we are sincere about our efforts so we make sure we go to the throne room on every move. In fact, um, tomorrow he has given been given the opportunity to have prayer at the Coliseum at State Fairgrounds from 12 to 1 in the Red Room. Mm-hmm. So the first Wednesday of every month, there's a noontime prayer for an hour covering the city of Jackson and its concerns and and people and individuals and structure and economics and infrastructure and whatever else that uh, concerns our city. So his big component, first off, is prayer. Gotcha. Folks, we're talking with Daryl Smith, Restoration Church, 328 uh, Bullet. Bowling. Bowling. <laughs> Bowling Avenue. Bowling and Street. Bullet almost. It's just a, a block or two over from uh, uh, Bullet, and uh, you can't miss it. Uh, folks, they're casting down their buckets. Uh, when we come back, we're going to have uh, Minister Daryl to address who are they writing in on this? Is this just restoration? I know you mentioned about not uh, uh, reinventing the wheel and all that kind of stuff, but uh, I want you to formally extend that hand to other in- entities, individuals, et cetera, okay? Gotcha. All right, let's take a break. We'll be right back. Back in, it is Tuesday, and we have in the studios with us uh, Daryl Smith from Restoration Church, located 328 Bowling Avenue Street, Street uh, near uh, I-220 in uh, Bullard. You can't miss it. Folks, stop by there. Also, I want to remind you, this portion of the show is brought to you by John Dorsey, State Farm Agent Extraordinaire, and my friend and my agent. So if you're looking for a quote on renters, homeowners, auto insurance, John Huckleberry, he is an integral part of the Ridgeland-Madison community. And, uh, folks, you're going to be pleased with the services. He's always in contact with you, letting you know the latest and the greatest that's coming out and that you need to have your policy reviewed every year, regardless of what agency you're with, uh, because there are changes happening all the time. John is on top of it, and he keeps me informed. I commend him to you highly. The number over there, 601-790-2600. 601-790-2600. All right, let's get back to Daryl Smith Restoration Church. Daryl, as I was saying before we went to the break, uh, are you inviting people to help uh, uh, sow into the ministry in any form or fashion? Uh, how can they plug into what the Lord has given restoration? That is correct. Uh, there's an open invitation for those who want to 
Uh, well, those who care about Jackson, of course, it doesn't have to be just men. It could be men or women, mm-hmm. but the uh, the conference of, of what well, the movement is 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 headed by men, of course, because we want to put the emphasis on the men versus the women, because women always step up. Right. But if you have a passion on what you're doing, and you're doing this um, out of your love for the city or for individuals. We want to see if, if you can plug in with our vision because it is about the betterment of our city. Okay, we have individuals that work in the community as far as drug and alcohol, as far as uh, trying to make a difference in in various subdivisions or communities. We have people who are who are concerned about the youth. As a matter of fact, Vince Gordon, a good friend of mine, we spend a lot of time together in Young Life. Okay, he's the one putting signs out saying, "Prove them wrong." If black lives matter, then why are we killing each other? That's right. He was one of the speakers uh, at our conference as well. And, of course, uh, JPD was there, uh, the police chief, uh, Police Chief Davis. And, uh, of course, the sheriff had an open invitation. Matter of fact, he was the first one to commit but never showed up Mm -hmm. because he had other uh, other commitments. But anybody who has anything going on for the betterment of our city, contact us to see if we can join forces to get you more support, uh, whether it's financial or bodies or prayers or whatever, um, so we can do this thing on a whole nother level. Gotcha. Okay. Because gotcha. right. it, it takes a village. It takes. Well, we have uh, uh, someone who's putting, you know, I saw somebody sent me a meme that says about the shootings and the murders and all this. Said, it's not the guns, it's our sons. You know, we have to we have to be clear eyed. I mean, if we're really trying to pursue the source of the problems and resolve the problems, you know, uh, we have to deal with what we're seeing and not what we hope to see, want to see. We got to deal with the reality of the of what's happening on the ground. And I agree. And Pastor will tell you, uh, his thing is a lot of the stuff that's committed by these young men come from fatherless homes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so one of the things he wants to address is the absent father in the home whether we can get the individual retrained or get his hope built up or get him on uh help him find uh some kind of stable employment to help build himself back back up so he can be the father be the leader be the priest be the provider be the protector in that home so um i think he said something like 85 percent of the crimes that are committed out there are committed by individuals from fatherless homes. Mm. I may be wrong with the number, but I think that's a yes. percentage he put out there. It's a, that's a high number. You know, and that's the thing about it. Uh, uh, in everything that we do, whether it's weight loss attempts or addiction, everything is, I mean, you got to get things down to a certain percentage. Uh, with juvenile delinquency, which is the, you know, the source of so much of, you know, these kids are basically in the farm system when they're out there engaging in things that, get them caught up in the system and we have to get our juvenile delinquent numbers down to a manageable level they're always kids are you know kids are always going to have challenges and they're going to be you know but we got just way too many per class as it were and that's what you guys are working on trying to get these numbers down where society can manage them right because see one of my ideas is a lot of these individuals or these these youth are are probably you know dropping out of school or not doing so well so not everybody's going to college Right. Not the ones that's on the street, okay? So if we can some kind of way get them 
to drop into a trade program, vocational program, to get their education or get their training, and they can become an apprentice for however long it takes, and then at some point earn their license and become a self-employed individual that feels good about themselves, not flipping burgers, which is nothing wrong with flipping flipping burgers, but you have a a career and an income Mm -hmm. that can provide and take care and make you feel better about yourself as a young man and give you hope. Right. Okay. You know, one of the things that that I would suggest and offer to you, uh, you you heard of, if you don't know her, Sister Janet Johnson. Okay. She has the Caring and Sharing Program. I'll give you that information. Okay. She has the Caring and Sharing Program. Uh, matter of fact, our mutual friend Kenny, his his grandkids have gone up there, and it's it it, it just changes folks' lives. Uh, what she does, she take basically what she teaches kids is just home training. Okay, like, you know, uh, you have a child who parents know and the teachers know that this child is capable of learning and yada yada yada, but they've got other issues that's keeping them from. Do- they go to her class. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, she has like three of them a, a, a year. You know, they run about 12 weeks or something like that on Saturday mornings. And they come in. She teaches them everything from how to write longhand, how to fill out a check. But in the process of teaching them that, you know, I've seen and I've said in the class, I've seen a young man sit, come back, sit in the back of the class with his arms folded because he didn't want to be there. But when she asked questions, everybody's got to raise their hand. And by the end of that class, he was getting involved. And what happens was, after they get done going through this class, then they go back to the regular school five, the five days a week, and they're more in tune right. with receiving a message. And it's very inexpensive. So if you guys want to dovetail of what she's doing, you take the parents who have the single moms, you, you know, single-hearted household type thing, and put their kids through that. It's out there in Madison County. She's got an old-fashioned schoolhouse like Little House on the Prairie. Mm-hmm. I mean, they literally have wood benches in there. Right. You know, uh, and she takes the time with those kids, and what she's doing was used to be commonplace, which is teaching the kids to, like going over to Big Mama's house. Right. You know, you have to do things a certain way. Right. And that, and kids who you think are petulant, who won't listen to anybody else, they listen to her. Right. And then she ha- she will call the kids randomly uh, during the weekdays before they go to school in the morning, talk with them, try to help get their heads on straight. So when they go in there, and she and the kids know that she's checking on them, and it changes my my uh, my goddaughter. I right. call it, you know, my goddaughter, she went through the program, and it made a difference in her life. And you ain't got to go about, you know, four or five times, and you start seeing a change in your child. So I'm going to give you her information, and you guys can sew into that. It's like $15 a class. is very inexpensive, but what the kids get out of that, it's called home training. It's just plain, It's like going to Big Mama's house. That's great uh, because one of the areas that we, we have written down here in these major categories is mentorship. Mm-hmm. And mentorship of all levels, mm-hmm. okay, because you want to do mentorship on two fronts. Catch them before they get strayed, and then the ones who have strayed, bring them back. Right. So you want to have two fronts. of a, So that's, that have a variety of mentorship programs, so that would definitely work. Uh, the Mississippi Raiders came in town this past summer, or this summer, mm-hmm. to do sports camps. Right. Okay. I thought that was a big deal, you know, and that's one avenue as well. So, like I said, we're not trying to reinvent the wheel. That is mentorship, and we have a couple of other ideas, Hope USA, Young Life, um, um, and just to name a few. Uh, 
So, but yeah, the area of mentorship is a, a, a vital key role element in bringing Jackson back to where it needs to be. Folks, so much of what we're talking about uh, addressing is not rocket science. It's the way, like I always say, Daryl, back when we were Negroes, we used to do this kind of stuff as a matter of course. Right. But we've gotten off, as like the scripture says, we've heard other voices that we, that we are listening to, and those voices uh, basically are part of that uh, spiritual stronghold you spoke of, and they don't mean uh, future generations good. In many cases, they don't mean us good who are alive right now, and it has to be addressed and has to be confronted. So I commend Res- Restoration Church for taking that challenge. Our number here is 601-879-0002. We're talking with Daryl Smith, Restoration Church. They have an event on tomorrow. We're going to let Daryl tell you about All right, folks, we're back, and it is Tuesday. Glad to be back here in the studios again today. Folks, we have in the studios with us Daryl Smith. Before we get back to Daryl, I want to remind you, folks, you need a good trailer. Starring Trailer Sales, Central Mississippi's uh, leading trailer uh, producer and seller. Folks, they manufacture some of the finest, well-built trailers, trailers you can pass down to the next generation because they're built to last. These are the trailers that you don't see on the side of the road. Uh, when the people trying to get to hunting camp or to the fishing, to the reservoir, go fishing or whatever, because they're built well. <coughs> well, now Starring Trailer is making available all the parts you need to keep that trailer maintained. Go to trailerbybuy.com, and there you can get hubcaps, wiring, uh, uh, wheels, uh, whatever you need, bushings, couplers, the whole nine yards from trailerbuy.com. That's Starring Trailer Sale, located in Byram, 6765 I-55 South in Byram, Mississippi. All right, let's get back to our special guest, Daryl Smith, Minister Daryl Smith from Restoration Church. Daryl, you guys got something going on tomorrow. That is correct. Uh, we have a citywide prayer at the Coliseum. Mm-hmm. It's in the Red Room. It's from 12 noon to 1 p.m., and we're going to make this an ongoing thing. It's going to be the first Wednesday of every month. Mm-hmm. So uh, you can bring your lunch down there, uh, come down there and join in. We want it's, – it's not – we're not limiting the uh, – how can I explain this? We're not limiting the the denominations. As long as you believe in Christ, the finished work of the cross, okay, we want you be down there, to come down there and be part of us so we can all be on one accord. Of course, you know, two or more touch and agree, there he is in the midst of us. And then anything that we believe on, touch on, agree on, it is done by our Father in heaven. So those of us who have like faith – Meaning that if you believe in Jesus Christ and the blood and the finished work, finished work of the cross, doesn't matter what church you go to. We're not trying to build our membership. We're just trying to accomplish some things in the spiritual realm and break some strongholds over the city of Jackson. All right. So y'all walking out there in faith, you feel strongly uh, that the power of God will show up if we would just stand up. That's correct. All right. Now, um, what else you have on there that you want to remind the folks, uh, bring to the folks' attention? I'm sorry. You know, we have people in, in our listening audience or people that we come across that wants to get involved some kind of way, but they don't have resources, they don't have ideas, they don't have uh, an idea of where to get started, or they may have something that they're going on right now, they have going on right now that can probably be part of the solution. We want those who care about Jackson, mm-hmm. men or women, who black or white, who care about Jackson, want to see Jackson in a better place, to join our team so we can partnership and not reinvent the wheel, but help support each other so we all be more successful. Now, I'm looking at my list here. The police chief has asked for a jail. 
So he cannot release criminals back on the street, okay, because the, the holding population is, is overcrowded. So if we had individuals who are politic in nature mm-hmm. or politicking as far as their habit or like to stay politically connected, and he can join on that vision and help pursue and, and um, uh, lobby for that, we want to welcome them as our PAC committee. Okay? Mm-hmm. So that could be one area they can help us with. The police chief is asking, <laughs> crying out, this is one way I can help, you know, solve some issues, but not releasing them back on the street. So, but I need a jail to hold them in. Mm-hmm. So if we had somebody to help support that or push that initiative, right. that'd be great. All right. So we got that from the police chief. And again, folks, you know, so much of this stuff just requires, you know, for so long, let, let's be honest, we all been pushing it off on somebody else. We just thought, okay, uh, we're going to, uh, you know, well, that mayor didn't do this and that council person didn't well, Did you do everything? Were you the perfect citizen? Because they weren't the perfect council person. They weren't the perfect mayor. But were you out there doing what you could do? Uh, some of the stuff that uh, the city needs, we can't afford all the government that would be required to make our lives as happy as we say we want to be. Some of the stuff we're going to put our own elbow. We're going to put some elbow grease into it. That's exactly right. And uh, <clears throat> some, somebody says, if you just show up, if we just show up for something, you know, right now when you have PTSA meetings in schools, mm-hmm. especially in our community, parents are very rarely there. Okay. It's not like back when we came from a school. Now you may get one or two parents that's coming to a whole school PTSA meeting. So we lost our way, and we, like you said, we put off on somebody else to raise our kids, take care of the problem, to address the issue. But somewhere, somewhere down the line, we got to have ourselves accountable as well. What can we do? That's right. Folks, that's what I'm saying. The, the spotlight is going to be shining. Somebody, the mirror is being held up to all of our faces. Uh, it's not just Police Chief Davis's problem. It's not just Chalk Line's problem. It's you and I problem. And we have to be willing to put some put some skin in the game. Uh, you know, we applaud those parents who are doing the right thing, putting one foot in front of the other, sending their kids to school on time, hair combs, body hair combed, body bu- uh, bodies full, uh, bellies full, I should say. And uh, we 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 tip the fedora to that. But for those parents who are not, we're going to be encouraging you. There's going to be again, you know, we're going to be looking at you with that that, that sharp eye. You know. We, 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 we need you to do better because you depend on society to help you out in your tight times. Society needs you also. So it's not just like you get the ride. Right. And, and you know, I'm thinking about the parent that works uh, probably a couple of jobs. That's right. Really can't spend time with the kids, single parent home. You know, you need some help. So maybe one of, one of these mentorship programs can be that solution for you, okay, mm-hmm. uh, to help fill in the gaps where you cannot. Okay, nothing wrong with that. You know, it's it's knowing you need help and not asking for it, and that's a problem. Right, right. So you guys, hopefully, you you'll be a clearinghouse also for all these different efforts. Yes, yes. Uh, like I said, we do we do not want to reinvent the wheel. We just want to magnify what's already out there and come together and make it better so we all can benefit. Because the guys on this planning committee for me who care about Jackson, we really don't live in Jackson, but we care about Jackson. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm pretty sure there's going to be other individuals as well. People who, who have businesses, who own corporations, 
you know, want to sow a seed into Jackson, but afraid to or uh, look at Jackson as a, you know, maybe uh, a, not a first thought. So we want to try to help change and help address some needs. And one of the things we can do is, you know, of course, attack our infrastructure economic system that we have going on or that we, we don't have going on or, or what we do have going on, make it better. Absolutely. Well, you, you guys, again, uh, we have to tip the fedora to you, Restoration Church, Pastor Joe White and the ministerial staff over there for taking up this challenge. And uh, if the Lord has laid it on your heart, then, you know, the provisions will be made. And your your job is just to stand where he tells you to stand. That's exactly right. Because, you know, I, I look at the Restoration Community Church as far as uh, our, our accolades. We don't have a, a, a large membership. Mm-hmm. We don't have uh, a big team. We have a few individuals that care about Jackson, and we want to add to it. Mm-hmm. Well, you're doing your part, and uh, we, again, uh, want to say all the best. We here at WYB, we're here for you in your efforts going forward, and we just, tomorrow at 12 noon? At the Coliseum in the Red Room from 12 to 1, and that will be the first Wednesday of every month starting tomorrow, a noonday prayer for the city of Jackson. Everyone, everyone, everyone is welcome. Uh, what's the best side to park on, uh, you know, how do you get to the red? Well, I'm assuming, uh, uh, don't quote me on this, that you come in from the high street. Okay. And and, and when you come in off the high street uh, entrance, you go directly to that door okay. because the red room is either right there at that entrance or at, at the entrance on the other side. I got you. Okay. Just because, you know, they have done some changes down there. I didn't know specifically uh, how, how to get into the, I guess that would be part of the new part that they just built. And so uh, we tip the fedora. So those of you, you want to spend your lunch hour, that'll be tomorrow, and that'll be the first Wednesday of every month? First Wednesday of every month. Okay. And if you want to be a part of that, Daryl, give them some contact information again. Okay. All right. We will have, as a matter of fact, let me uh, put my number out there, 601-918-6943. You can text me, and I'll respond back. Give uh, me one more time. 601 601- Nine one eight six nine four three. My name is Daryl Smith. You can text me. I respond back. I don't have time to take a lot of phone calls mm-hmm. because that'll take too, too much time. But I can I can shoot a quick text back to him. Well, what about your social media? Are you on Facebook, Twitter, or where are you? We have a Facebook page for the church, okay. uh, Restoration Community Church, and we are going to add uh, men who care about Jackson uh, social media as well. Okay, so there's links and phone numbers where they can contact someone about this event. Yes, you can contact the church, of course, and the church, uh, our Facebook page does have a number on that church, on that Facebook page as well. All right, and uh, uh, the uh, times of your services? Our services are from 10 to about 11, 10, 11, 15, mm-hmm. and uh, right now we're in-person service the first and third Sundays. Mm-hmm. So this upcoming Sunday we will be in person. Okay. And Pastor's on an excellent topic. He's on a healthy lifestyle. He used to do back in the day. And he's talking some real world, some plain stuff, and it's very interesting. So uh, first and third Sundays in person, but every Sunday we are Facebook Live, Restoration Community Church. All right. Folks, we've been talking with Daryl Smith, Restoration Community Church there at 328 Bowling Avenue. Street. In, Street. Bowling Street there off of Bullet, off 220 there. So that's on that end of it. And uh, they would like to invite you on out. And also they're on Facebook. 
You can check them out on Facebook. And the pastor over there is Pastor Joseph White. And uh, we, again, commend him for the efforts and being obedient. And a hat tip to you, Daryl, and all the best. Thank you very much. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Final few minutes of the second hour of the Kim Wade Show. We have Daryl Smith had a few other things to do. And remind you, folks, you got a taste for pizza this evening. Don't forget your pie. That's right, 340 Calhoun Station Parkway. They stand at the ready to help you with your pizza cravings. That's right, you can have pizza your way at your pie and sandwiches, salads. And if you like a cold beer while you're a glass of wine while you're there, they have that also for the adults. And so we just want to encourage you, make sure you download the Your Pie app by going to yourpie.com and you'll have savings at the checkout. So check it out today, yourpie.com. Have pizza your way. Matter of fact, you can get a few extra uh, pies uh, to be cooked later on by going to your pie and stopping by there. As a matter of fact, the number over there is 601-407-6400. And you can have a uh, pizza ready and have one to take with you. Check it out today. Yourpie.com. All right, Dale, uh, a couple other things your church is doing you want to make mention of. Yes, yes. Uh, in case you're wondering what Restoration Community Church is bringing to the, uh, to the game, or bringing to the table, of course, Pastor is a, a medical doctor. And Jackson Hines Comprehensive Health Care um, has partnered with our church, partnered mm-hmm. with, with Dr. White, and providing medical services for the community, medical screenings where you can get uh, vaccination boosting, HIV testing, um, and other various things. And also the State Board of Health is partnering with our church as well. So by pastor being a medical doctor, it makes sense that he will use those giftings to provide to the community on the, uh, in the area of medical needs. Right. So that it will be our contribution as far as, as far as men who care about Jackson providing medical services on whatever scale that we can. Right. So uh, for those of you who don't know which way to turn, you got some concerns with your health, uh, visit uh, Restoration Church. Uh, obviously, we ask that you don't come in a spirit where you're trying to use anybody, but if you have a need, they're there to help meet that need and help direct you in the right direction. They want to be a resource center for not just your health, but for the health of the city. So I, I commend you guys on that. Yeah, especially this upcoming service Sunday, uh, Pastor will continue his message or redo his message on healthy living or healthy lifestyles. And it's going to be a, I'll give you this tip. Pastor says that our cells regenerate every 90 days. So if you can clean yourself out and live and eat healthy, healthy for 90 days, you can have a renewed body in 90 days pretty much. Mm-hmm. Okay. Folks, it's not rocket science, it's faith. And they're walking in faith over at Restoration Church, 328 Bowling Street Drive. What is it? Street. Street, Bowling <laughs> Street. So as they would say, come on down. It's on the 220 end, uh, so Bullard and 220 will get you to bowling. You can't miss it. Hat tip to you, Daryl. All the best to Restoration Church. We're going to take a break. We're back in 22 hours. We'll see you on the radio. Peace. <laughs> 